0: Good evening, everybody, and welcome to episode 55 of the latest PS5. I'm your host, Sonny Sangera, and once again I'm joined by Mr. Alex Sylvester. Alex, how are you doing?
1: Yeah, man. E3 Fantastic. What is it? Yeah, there
0: you go. E3 Fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> or E3 excited. Yeah, that's Excellent. it. Alanis. I'm loving it. How cool, you doing? cool. Well, episode 55 is brought to you by our Patreon producers. George Rixey, Adam Batty, Martin Batterbury, Paulio, Doug Saylor, and Scott McCluskey. You as well can help support the show by heading over to www.patreon.com forward slash latest PS5. Your support helps keep the lights on, keeps the show running, and your support also gets you early access to both the latest PS5 and our other PlayStation show, Latest PSX, which is exclusive, exclusive to Patreon every single mm-hmm. week. But Alex, enough of that. What are you playing?
1: Still playing. Still playing. Tetris 99. Of course. Best game ever made. <laughs> well, I've been dabbling into um, uh, Last of Us 2, obviously. And uh, was, what did I do last? What did I do last? I haven't gone as far as I wanted to. But um, Smash for a Bank. i managed to just... Uh, I think I mentioned before... Uh, killed a couple of zombies who were in the middle of a bank heist, which I thought was hilarious, man. That just cracked me the fuck up, man. <laughs> so they you know, really decided to do a freaking heist on the actual day of the, uh, the outbreak. Uh, and I think figured, I've figured, I just raided into a synagogue as well. And that's pretty
0: much where I've been. But I will be... So what you're telling me is you're still at the beginning later. of the game. You're still in the yeah. beginning of the
1: game. I don't know where I am because there's no progression bar. It doesn't tell you anything. You know, He's it just tells it. you, oh, how many platinum trophies you got, fam. But, um, but yeah, I'm still at the beginning of the game, if that's what you're saying. But I'm enjoying every freaking minute of it. And I'm liking the new puzzles as well. The fact that you're able to... um, You have to utilize um, uh, like throwing mechanics as well. You know, like when you pick up like a cable, you've got to like dash it over wires and stuff like that. I like the way that they're actually incorporating that into...
0: Puzzles, mm. so um, I'm liking these aspects of it and the freaking gore, oh, fuck. Oh, yeah, dude. You ain't seen nothing yet, just keep playing, don't <sighs> play Tetris 99, don't play anything else, just keep playing The Last of Us 2. You'll <laughs> get there. But like I said to you, the bit you're in Seattle day one is the biggest open world section of the game, so it yeah. does get. It's still big, it's still open, but it does become easier about where you're going and what you're doing. That's just the biggest open section where you're like, what yeah, I can to see the, the slowly tunneling it in, right? There. Mm, they are, they but are it like, gets really like good, it. man. But, um, I mean, yeah, myself, yeah, same last of us part, I haven't because of work, I haven't really played that much since last week, but yeah, I'm on the platinum yeah. run for the last of us part two. I'm on, um, obviously, if you've played, if anyone's played the game, then no, 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 no spoilers. I'm on, um, day two um so yeah really really enjoying that there's a
1: day two you just ruined it man i thought it was a oh, day ruined. One.
0: that's yeah. it uh, and then <laughs> uh, i've got ratchet but i haven't played it yet my son's been playing it so um obviously i'm off tomorrow so i'm going to be playing ratchet and clank Can- cannot wait nice. nice. oh i've got burps mate i'm drinking cider and it's giving me the burp so i'm going to be burping loads <laughs> But Alex, there's a lot Go to get games. into. Obviously, we had E3 past week, uh, this past week. Um, if you want to hear my thoughts on the Xbox conference, just click on the link in this podcast description. That will take you to a live reaction video I did on the Xbox conference. Help Keep me going. out here, PlayStation fans, because I am being apparently annihilated by Xbox fanboys in the comments. They're all disliking the video. I don't <laughs> care But if you want to see me the, the, the PlayStation genius that you know the high Q level destroy them in comments. I'm gonna go on YouTube tomorrow and I am gonna destroy them with replies to their dumbass comments. <laughs> um, but also if you uh head over to patreon.com forward slash latest ps5, you can hear Alex's opinions on the Xbox conference because that is what the this week's latest PSX episode is about, which is Alex's mm-hmm. thoughts yeah. and opinions. But Alex, before we move on to the news, I've just got um Five things from E3 that I want your opinion on. All right, only five. Okay, only five. And the first one is bigger than Elden Ring. Are you ready? What is it? What is it? Kazuya in Super Smash Brothers.
1: <laughs> what a video. Oh my gosh, that was that was amazing. I guess for any uh, Tekken and um, Smash Brothers Nintendo fans, it was freaking sick. Just seeing it, it was like. Nobody's expecting it though, it's just like, okay, that's 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 strange, but it seems like everybody and their mama is in Super Smash Brothers. I mean, it has the greatest roster of uh, characters ever seen, ever witnessed in any game history. So, um, is it Sakurai? It's just, it's just, you know, it's just ticking every single box. And mm-hmm. hopefully, this is what that said to me, hopefully there's going to be news about a brand new Tekken. That's what that said to me. It was like, oh yeah, great. Put Kazuyu in there. That's great. That's fantastic.
0: But why would they put him in there unless they had something else planned? Uh-huh. Listen, Namco came, Namco oh, went, man. Namco didn't talk about Tekken 8. Oh, that, oh come <laughs> on. But what can you do? Uh, also, um, you do? from the really poor Square E3 conference, we had Stranger of Paradise, Final Fantasy Origin. We spoke about this last week yeah. before it was officially mm-hmm. announced. The demo, the trial version, is available on the PlayStation Store now. Square need to work on their compression videos, man, because this looks such poor quality. I just put it down to the stream, but then when I went to YouTube after, it was just as bad still. I was like, wow. Yeah, they need work. Oh,
1: they need to upgrade their broadband subscription. Because, uh, <laughs> that 10 megabytes a second ain't working.
0: Mm. Um, and then Guardians of the Galaxy. What was your thoughts on the Guardians of the Galaxy game? And the big news being, it's not online like Avengers. It's single-player campaign only. Are you controlling Star-Lord? Your thoughts? Thank you. Thank you
1: very much. It's about time that they just realised that that whole mess with Avengers was just rubbish, you know, and, like, it wasn't taken well by fans, and it was kind of like a waste of time, but hopefully they can make their money back when they finally release Spider-Man. But until then, you know, at least we can just play a separate game, which is going to be in a completely different universe, uh, and it's going to be a single campaign, isn't it, where you actually play Star-Lord. And uh, you can just enjoy, you know, a single campaign game, you knowing mean, a single story narrative, which is going to have all the, or well, I guess slightly variation of all the characters that we've, you know, grown to um, love and know um, from the movies. Um, but they're going to be doing it in their own way, their own style. And it looks good. It looks good. Mm-hmm. I mean, Guardians of the Galaxy is just jokes anyway, isn't it? It's like they don't really take themselves too seriously, so it should be, it should be a laugh. Uh, but I'm glad that they're just trying to steer away from the whole massive online model and just do something which is just a lot more simpler, and a lot more pleasing to other gamers who don't really give a crap about having to go online every two seconds just to play, you know, with one of your favorite Marvel Avengers, you know? So, um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to it. And the fact that it's been released on the Switch, interesting, mm. but yes, that was from the Nintendo presentation, but it's gonna Definitely. be streamed apparently. <laughs> it's gonna be another stream game. Oh, which is definitely is another definitely. plus. Another plus. Another plus. It's just showing where the futures go right now, isn't it? It's like, I mean, we're already hearing rumors about Microsoft doing it as well for their previous uh, consoles. Mm-hmm. Um, but Nintendo's obviously taking a, not taking the lead, but uh, I think it's gonna be one of their thir- I think their third or fourth game. Um after Yeah, Nintendo I think it was Resident Evil, Control, Resident Evil Control and then there's yeah.
0: something else, yeah.
1: Yeah, was it eight? Did I don't think Village
0: has not been released yet? But, uh, no, Villa, Villa, village, village, village is not. It was Resident Evil Seven that was cloud based on the yeah. Switch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Originally, that's the first
1: one. Um, but yeah, and then after. Yeah, man, it was good. Yeah, mm. so all in all, it was good. I'm looking forward to playing the game. Uh,
0: yeah, obviously, really quick, um, your overall opinion then of Battlefield 2042. Yeah, a great tornado.
1: That was a great tornado hurricane. That was it. That's <laughs> the best thing about that whole trailer. Everything else is just standard FPS. But um, but yeah it's going to be a lot of fun and hopefully they can get enough sales and
0: pull card gets released.
1: Mm. <laughs> so <fingers> um,
0: <laughs> big surprise, obviously end of the Ubisoft show avatar frontiers of Pandora 2022. Obviously they are timing this for, um, when the film is out next year, I think from next year, because yeah. avatar has been so long, you know, almost a $3 billion movie at the box office, but, when you look at the fact that from December next year, we're going to be, it's going to be avatar everywhere with Disney money behind it. You know, this is going to be like star Wars, like promotion no, yeah, and yeah. everything. I but know, I mean, your star thoughts Wars. on the, obviously the, the trailer that they showed.
1: It looked like avatar, it looked like Pandora, you know, pretty much everything that we come to expect. Um, but it looked good. You know, I think there's only been one of avatar game, which looked like crap, you know, so at least this one actually looks playable. <laughs> it looks decent. And, um, but it just looks the same as the first film. You know, it doesn't seem like they're doing anything really new. But I guess if it's all part of the whole marketing campaign and getting everybody on board onto the avatar camp, then you have more power to them. But yeah, it looks all right. It looks all right.
0: And then, um,
1: oh, it's not as good as watching the film in IMAX, though. I mean, obviously, that's just going to be a completely
0: at, different. Level. At that I mean, time, as well, you know, how amazing oh, was gosh. that? And obviously, the big yeah, thing I mean, is that it's first person. It's an open world game as well. Um, It's a standalone story and actually you're not playing as a human, you're playing as a proper Na'vi character. um, And there is a collaboration with obviously James Cameron and uh, Disney. And um, yeah, it's obviously got a big budget, you know, on that one. Disney, it's just weird hearing that, Anyway, yeah. Definitely. And then obviously the last one uh, in regards to E3, just for, um, you know, let you get it off your chest, zelda breath of the wild too. <laughs> even though it's got nothing to do with it right
1: you mean it hasn't got nothing to do with it. it's got everything to do with it. it's like probably one of the biggest games of e3 show uh, presented by the one and only nintendo um it's been rumored for months it's been new for, for for freaking ever that the sequel to breath of the Wild is coming out and i was almost pissed off when i was actually watching that that they only showed at first a 35 year old um 34 year anniversary game and watch and that was pretty much all they were going to wrap up the show with. And I was thinking, no, you can't do that, man. Especially when Xbox has just pretty, uh, come out with like the likes of Elden Ring, Halo, and X, you know everybody else, uh, Forza. Uh, you, you've got to end the show with something decent. And they finally dropped a little bit more of uh, Zelda Breath of the Wild 2, which looks freaking awesome. You know, It looks really good. So I'm looking forward to um, when that game finally gets released. It said it's scheduled for 2022, but it probably won't get here until about 2023. It looks like it's going to be a massive game. And I know that a lot of developers are looking at that thinking, yeah, we can't wait to see that game too, because we need to steal some more ideas. Hashtag Gorilla. <laughs> so, um, Listen, there's, um, there's
0: game, like, yes, we all know <laughs> gameplay is there, but there's not one technical um, side of anything that can compete with Horizon after that state of play. I was just like,
1: no, look, visual it looked effects. Good. The I mean. games. Yeah, visually, it. it looked good. For like the ideas, you know where it came from. It went back to Daddy. You didn't know, it? you know what it is. You know what it is
0: the best analogy for Zelda and Horizon is Zelda is England. They created football. Horizon's Brazil. You may have created it, but Brazil teach you how to play it. It's the same with Horizon, right? You know, you may have oh, done really? open yeah, world, but yeah, Horizon yeah. teaches yeah. you how to do it. But anyway, I can't enough. enough about that. I can't enough enough think about
1: Nintendo that. <But anyway. laughs>
0: So um, obviously there was loads of other things that came out um, after E3. It wasn't just all about E3. A big thing is Metro Exodus, which is Digital Foundry's um, benchmark game for PC performance, you know, what can really push the PC. And this is one of the first few games that it launched with uh, ray tracing, 4K resolution, 60, 120 frame options, all this stuff. But then they re-release the game again with even better ray tracing, even, you know, they've upgraded the tech even more and that's coming to consoles mm-hmm. as well. But PlayStation 5 is more than just power. It's the controller. We all know it's about the controller and even the Metro yep. Exodus developers are loving it. So Metro Exodus PS5 Sense features have been revealed on the PlayStation blog. Obviously, it's a big deal because the pad is amazing. Um, Each weapon has a unique feel upon discharge, recoil, reload or jam in the game, with the more subtle differences between weapons of the same class. Adding a heavier stock weapon will increase its rate and then a muzzle will affect how the controller feels when the weapon is fired. When using the pneumatic weapons, the resistance when you bump the weapons will be felt in the Dual Senses trigger Resistance when rowing and operating machinery is all translated to the controller. Alex, they're taking the tech in this pad to a whole new level. But I mean, yeah, it's great yeah. to see that these games that are, when you think about the quality of visuals, that, I mean, if you thought Stalker 2 was good, you need to look at Metro Exodus at the current point. You know, it's in yeah. every, re- any person who knows video games for real and is a PC tech nerd or anything like that has Metro Exodus for visuals in their top three because it looks that good but now you're adding the dual sense controller to it you know man
1: um, it's just going to be insane and like course. i guess they're just going to be like jumping off the shoulders of uh card as they try to you know they kind of introduced um you know uh, haptic feedback with the triggers um last year they're just going to take it to another level and i guess we're just going to ex- expect to see a lot more of this you know as uh, more and more games come out and just um Experiment with different ways of using the haptic feedbacks as well as the sound. Um, it's just going to create a brand new experience, which other game developers can just build upon. To the point where uh, companies like Xbox and Nintendo are going to have to start looking at their pads and thinking, "Hang on, we need to we need to change some things." Microsoft, at least, <laughs> you know, what I mean, they need to get some type of haptic feedback. Um, and Nintendo, obviously, they've had haptic feedback for years, but the adaptive triggers is a welcomed. Uh, introduction uh, a welcome feature into the industry Uh, almost as big as or pretty much if not as big as the um, dual sticks you know the 3d sticks the analog sticks Mm -hmm. Um, so it's it should be everywhere you know and um, it's good to see that games like Metro Exodus are incorporating it Uh, but obviously Metro Exodus is available on so many different platforms and right now I guess uh, PlayStation fans can actually just enjoy the fact that they have it exclusively, you know, all these different features, but it won't be long before, you know, Xbox brings out their Xbox plus controller and Nintendo brings out their plus controller so that everybody else can just, you know, enjoy these features. So I'm looking forward to that. You know, I'm looking forward to them just, just, just you know, unraveling to the industry because that those adaptive triggers are freaking awesome. You know, even on a game as simple as um, Astro, you know, I mean that, just a demo at the very beginning. I mean, you could be there for freaking hours just trying to figure out how it works. I mean, I almost was. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's so therapeutic. But um, but yeah, so I'm, I'm happy that um, developers are still incorporating it because it could have just been a feature that nobody really utilised. You know, they could have just put it on there, a couple of games, utilised it, and they just forgot about it. But um. No? Okay. Uh, yeah. Sorry. Before, before okay, you, so anyway, obviously uh, I'm
0: we'll move on to number two. Uh, Metro Exodus Complete yep. Edition releases for the PS5 on June 18th, so that's this right. week. Um, cool. So EA plays next month, where we're going to see a lot of things. But obviously, the first Madden. This is number two. So the first okay. Madden NFL 22 details have been revealed, and the PS5 and PS4 release date for the game okay. has been announced as August 20th, 2021. Mm -hmm. One of the key new features with Madden NFL 2022 is that EA um, Tiberian is aiming to translate that atmosphere of being in a crowd on PS5. The critically panned franchise mode will also be improved with Madden NFL 22 right out of the gate, but post-launch updates for that mode are still planned. The PS5 version of the game will also have next-gen state implementation with additional route running and player speed data. Ball carriers feel more explosive. Receivers have more control in catching and more. Returning modes like the Yard, Face Off, the franchise and Madden Ultimate Team, the FIFA Team ripoff, obviously are all on on their way back with details to be revealed over the coming months, which will be at EA Play. Do you have anything Mm -hmm. really to say about Madden NFL 22? It's another one. <laughs> DJ Khaled had the so perfect cool. response. Another one. Yeah, one. <laughs> mm.
1: yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun, isn't it? Obviously, there's like a massive following right now, we'll, and it's just ever growing. So, um, the fact that it's just add more features just make it a lot more realistic to the point where we're just putting our heads in the PSVR two, and we're there. You know, we're just we're just it's almost going to feel like we're actually. Either on the field or at the stands, you know, mm. it's it's going to be a lot of fun. So, as long as they can just make, keep making these games more immersive, I guess that's all they can really do with these games, you know. So, I, I like the Madden games, but in terms of innovation, I'm not really seeing much of it, and I'm a big innovative guy. So, I just hope that they do something interesting with the VR too. That'd be good. Especially with that haptic feedback, you know, we might start have seen people with concussion. <laughs> you know, you have to play like a game, but um. Yeah, we'll see. Only
0: time will tell. Definitely. <laughs> I mean, how real do these companies want to make it, man? <laughs> it's gonna be mad. It's gonna be mad. Yeah, it's going um, to be crazy. this one's Go interesting. Seats. Number three, in an interview with Axios, Microsoft Sarah Bond has revealed that as a company, Microsoft had to place a lot of trust in Sony, handing them pre-release Xbox Series SX consoles to for the development of MLB the show twenty-one. Describing mm. sending the consoles, Bond said that it was a real, real sign of industry trust. A few years ago, MLB mm. signed a deal to bring the MLB franchise to more platforms. And it just so happened that this was the year the game was coming to Xbox. Sony were able to get hold of the consoles before launch. So we're privy to technological advancements that their new machine had made. Oh. That's crazy, right? That's a lot of stuff. But then I was yeah. thinking in my mind. Surely it goes both ways because surely Sony would have to send Microsoft consoles for Minecraft, you know, and things like that because, yeah, yeah, it works. They, even even if, they were, even if they didn't have games with, they both knew what they're doing. They've got insiders on both sides, they know what the specs are early. Other developers yeah, will probably be telling them, them as well, you know. Of course, um, of course.
1: Any, any cross platform developer. Would have been loving it right then because they would have been like getting money from sony getting money from xbox and so like, yeah don't tell them this oh yeah yeah don't worry we won't tell them <laughs> You know there I mean? would have been a lot of like cloak and gagger but it's just a lot of fun obviously they knew exactly what's happening you know i mean look at the architecture the architecture is exactly the same uh, pretty much it's an amd chipset you know just arranged differently yeah. um you know you can have a trash can look but you can have that nice sleek alien way looking uh device but um which one is quieter? That's the only thing I want to know. Which one is actually quieter? The Xbox, Series X, or the 5? Is it 5? Okay. Digital Foundry did a
0: report. and um, So when you boot up the PS5, and it, it does occasionally have like a disc spin sound, but when a game yeah. is actually being played, the PlayStation 5 is it, It's weird. It's like 0.56 of a <laughs> decimal. You know, something like that. So it's barely you won't really know yeah. until we well you can't really test on. you know again this is a, a bit of a dig but you can't yeah. really test on the series x because they don't have a game that's pushing it because they don't have any first party games on there <laughs> i do but you know obviously the playstation 5 it can be tested with like demon souls or eternal or ratchet and clank Games like that can be tested, whereas Microsoft is only being tested on third party games or backwards compatible games. So when a big, I mean, Forza Horizon 5, that's the first really big game that we've had technical specifications for. And it's 4K30, whereas Mm -hmm. Gran Turismo developers are talking at, you know, 120 frames or 4K80 frames per second. You know, they're talking higher numbers. So I was really surprised. We we'll, we'll will, see. but they're, they're two we different games. See.
1: They're two different games. They're two different games. We I mean, about Horizon. They've got a whole environment to render. And it's, and it's that's free the problem, rolling, isn't it? When yeah, you don't have a fast enough SSD you can't
0: render everything that oh, fast, you know what I, mean? <laughs> I had to go game, there, mate. Please. I saw the pop up in the horizon, I saw it all on those mountains. I was like, look at those <laughs> look at those assets getting streamed in, you know. Like, What's <laughs> what <laughs> all this all about? But... you
1: know what they should do if they should if they should both like just do one track in like I don't know, Le Mans or something. Yeah, and then basically that should be the benchmark that uh, Digital Foundry does a side-by-side comparison with. <laughs> You know, who can actually do the best? Who has the least amount of pop-ups? <laughs>
0: <laughs> when move on to number four, uh, this is one for you, mate. Uh, Bloomberg has published a report, and I take this with a pinch of salt, Bloomberg tend to guess, or they pay for a source, and say, can you just tell us the story so we can write it? <laughs> tell Especially, something. you something. Know, tell us something. You want to be down like with your kids? Dodgy people yeah. like Jason Schreier and that, but Bloomberg has published a report that hints that the PSVR 2 release date is targeting a holiday 2022 window, with Sony apparently <laughs> set to release a new VR headset during this time.
1: The story yeah, itself yeah.
0: primarily focuses on Jap- uh, Japan Display Inc.'s decision to shift away from providing LCD screens to Apple in favour of VR headsets, where it goes mm. on to note that Sony is not part of this trend. As a result, the former holder plans to use Samsung's display DisplayCo OLED panels in its next-generation VR goggles. That's not news. Nice. <laughs> which are stated to launch in the holiday next year the news obviously is the the rumor of 2022 you know that it could yeah. be potentially launching then what's your thoughts on that
1: yeah one? bullshit simple next supposedly, <laughs> so this is probably from the same reporter who said don't worry people you're gonna see the switch pro a week before the e3 reveal if not in the e3 did anything happen no you know bloomberg i think bloomberg is okay Bloomberg's at a stage where they they need to kind of rebrand themselves. At the moment, they're just looking at 40 to 50 pluses, you know what I mean? People who love business and stuff like that. They need to try and get to the kids because I have not seen so many, like, reports, you know, about uh, the gaming industry as we've done this year from Bloomberg, and, like, most of them have been wrong. But they still get it's, a lot of clout. They get a lot of coverage because it's Bloomberg. even when
0: I was in, the, even <laughs> when even in the industry, you know, a lot of people listen to Jason Schreier because obviously he gets picked yeah. up by uh, media. And look, don't get me wrong, thirty percent of what he says comes to tr- comes true. But the problem with Jason is he'll just report the story, which is his job. He will he will report the story, but the source can just be a guy in a shop. And that's classed as a source to him that who heard that, yeah, the switch might be coming in that, but how can you be so wrong with the switch? And the thing is he knows he's wrong because when he gets backlash from it, he blocks anybody who's negative to him on social media. <laughs> so he has yeah. his own Vince McMahon fantasy world where everybody loves him. Yeah. and He's fine because he doesn't see the negativity because they're blocked. So he doesn't see <laughs> it. You know what I mean? I would love for him just to sit down yeah. with someone like a Colin Moriarty or someone who can really like, yeah. Push him and ask him like you 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 were so confident about the switch you know where was it you know you'd be so confident It'll about happen. other things so I'll piss yeah, myself yeah. laughing right if the PSVR two doesn't even get actually comes it, up you know doesn't even happen <laughs> I, you know don't what I, mean? so. I
1: don't think so I don't think so Sony's not at that stage yeah Sony's not at that stage yet. I mean how long after the release of the PlayStation Four to the PSVR it was about
0: no, it was about two and a half years, so it wouldn't be that. Is it far. About two and a half years. It was, really? two it was before the pro. It was just before the. Um, before the pro. So you're looking at about three baseball. years, isn't it? It's about it was like three years. and a half years. Yeah, into yeah. a cycle yeah. that it so came basically- out. Yeah, so basically.
1: That is the time when you've got at least the core audience, you know, who are actually, you know, the, the 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 fans that are buying the console. You know, you've got a good install base, and then you can throw, you know, premium accessories on it. At the moment, nobody can even get one. Yeah, you know, so that's that's the first hurdle that they need to get over. I tell so you what, man, so that's you what I'm saying. I call the... bullshit. It's not going to happen. <laughs> it's going to be twenty twenty. We'll, we'll probably get um, we'll probably get more news about it, obviously, uh, next year. But mm-hmm. the release will be.
0: Summer 2023 or something like that. You I think I mean? if, if early. you will get more news for it this year. I think they'll, they're, yeah. not not big. I think it'll be like the way they've done the VR controllers and things yeah. like that, how they've talked about it like that. And if they do, they may, I think you'll see a state of play. I think we'll see the headset this year. I do think we'll see the headset this year. I think Sony will show it um, because obviously developers are now making games for it. They've got dev kits. So we know that there's a stage that they're at with it. Um yeah, yeah. but we'll move on to that but in a bit. Yeah. We've got a fun no question rich. coming up, and I want to talk Hideo Kojima with you, which is a big one. But oh, one story, yes. Alex, and this story yeah, yeah, just yeah. never fucking ends on this show of the latest PS5. LPS5 uh-huh. might as well be rebranded Cyberpunk Update. Because number five, <laughs> earlier today or earlier this week, Sony and CD Project Red announced that Cyberpunk 2077 will finally be returning to the PlayStation Store on <laughs> June 21st. Well, now Sony has recommended it, though, not to play the game on a base PS4. Yeah, oh, Cyberpunk 2077, insane. which is out on PS4, yeah. shouldn't be played on a PS4, according to Sony. <laughs> this is due bugs and issues still present in the game seven months yeah. after launch. Instead, oh, in a statement yeah. to Eurogamer CD Projekt Red suggested that players should play the title on PS4 Pro or PS5 only for the best experience so as you can see yeah. cyberpunk 27 still isn't in a great shape <laughs> sony released a <laughs> statement themselves about this saying SIE can confirm that cyberpunk 2077 will be relisted on playstation store starting june 21st 2021 users will continue to experience performance issues with the ps4 edition while cd project red continues to improve stability Across all platforms, ability. SIE yeah, yeah. also recommends playing the title on PS4 Pro or PS5 for the best experience. Fucking you know, what? A joke? Yeah, but, yeah, I mean, it at least it, it I mean, is. anybody could go out and just buy the disc version from their local retailer or anything like that. But yeah. I mean, it's good that
1: yeah.
0: they're finally getting it there. I mean, again, I'm still waiting for the native PS5. How many thing.
1: times? How many times have we ever heard Sony mention? Please do not buy a
0: game. Do um, not buy games, you know what I mean? It but, must be that bad if they're saying that. I'll tell you something, <laughs> no, so we sorry. know from this Apple and Epic court case, we've all realised yep. that Sony are just as ruthless as Nintendo when it comes to money. And yep, I yep, guarantee definitely. you CD Projekt Red have had to pay Sony some increased royalty percentage on every unit sold, from the 30% to like 60% or something. Yeah, You want it back on the PlayStation store, you're paying us more for this shit you put out on PS4, (laughs) right?
1: And they're probably like, oh no,
0: no, we polished it,
1: it works, don't worry. It's like no, the game was broken. But You know the funny thing about the game, being so broken, it kind of plays into the cyberpunk lore, you know, there's glitches everywhere, you know, even with the main character with um, Keanu Reeves. So like, the fact that the game actually breaks kind of I don't know. It's like a surreal experience. It's almost as if you're in a in, you're in a version of the matrix, which is just imperfect. You know, even though you've just had to pay maybe seventy. No, it wasn't that much. That's about fifty dollars, isn't it? 50 dollars $60 um, for that one. But, okay, um, but anyway, cyberpunk
0: listeners, are you ready never forget for this? cyberpunk <laughs> listeners? <laughs> I going. hope you're ready for this. Sit down, right. get comfortable, and get for the Sherlock Holmes detective treasure hunt. We're talking better than Nathan Drake's treasure hunts. Indiana Jones couldn't solve this. Sherlock Holmes would be mentally stumped. Professor Layton would retire. This is how big this Hideo Kojima conspiracy goes. Alex, are you ready?
1: (laughs) I'm I'm bracing. I'm going to go, Go
0: I'm going to take you all. Uh, courtesy of PlayStationLifestyle.net, who have done mm-hmm. all this detective work. Got to give them credit for this. Yeah, nice. So I want you all to remember um, a company called Blue Box Game Studios. And mm, they are absolutely. the guys that uh, showed Abandoned, which was uh, obviously that first-person game with the pistol in the forest. It was on the PlayStation blog and everything. So I'm going to Mm. take you down all the facts as to why people are really, truly believing that this game is actually Silent Hills and it's actually Kojima fucking around with you, right? (laughs) There's a lot of evidence here, okay? I'm going to hold my phone up so you'll see me on my phone on my video because I want to get this right because it's proper (laughs) cool. I don't know why I'm describing it because people will probably audio listening to it more. So (laughs) I'm going to read it verbatim from PlayStationLifestyle.net. Remember years ago when Hideo Kojima was first teasing Metal Gear Solid V The Phantom Pain? He made up a fake studio called Moby Dick Studios and for months played the role of a fake developer named Joachim Mogren, announcing a (laughs) game called The Phantom Pain, which of course ended up being Metal Gear Solid V. Any good conspiracy, however, isn't complete with a bunch of red herrings and hoaxes from all Vesilius fans complicating things. Kojima did the same thing with the fake PT ultimately being a playable teaser for the cancelled Silent Hills. So is Mm -hmm. it happening all over again with Blue Box Game Studios and Abandoned? Is this really Silent Hill? Right. Mm -hmm. On April 7th, (laughs) 2021, an article appeared on the PlayStation blog revealing a teaser for an upcoming first-person survival horror PS5 exclusive called Abandoned. The post was by Hassan Karaman, the game director at Blue Box Game Studios, and it appeared to be like any normal PlayStation blog post. Okay, that's fine. People criticized it, saying it had a janky frame rate, other things as well. But okay, nothing's different. We all think it's a game called Abandoned. It looked realistic. So we're like, okay, that's cool. A couple of months later... Blue Box Game Studios revealed that Abandoned would get its own PS5 app, which would let players run the game trailers in real time on the PS5. This is a curiously specific thing that not even first-party PlayStation studios get. Um, Mm -hmm. The app was first announced for release on June 20th, but a later tweet from the studio says it will be released June 22nd. The 22nd date seems to be more accurate, being a Tuesday when most new games and apps hit the PlayStation Store. Okay. Uh, if you throw back, obviously PT was something that was put onto the store as well as a playable teaser on the same time. But why do people think Blue Box is actually Silent Hills? Okay, this is where we're going to take. I want you to picture the Matrix, Morpheus, Blue Pill, Red Pill. This is your moment, right? Mm-hmm. You're either not going to believe us, yep. you're like, no, nope, screw it. Or you're going to go down the you know rabbit hole with Morpheus now. You ready? Yep. So this week, Blue Box Game Studios posted a tweet indicating that Abandoned wasn't the actual name of the game and teasing that the game started with an S and ended with an L. Okay, (laughs) so interesting, right? Theories had already been circulating that it was a Kojima ruse and that Abandoned was, in fact, Silent Hill. Of course, Mm -hmm. uh, this tweet just went to absolutely nuclear levels of... Um, which is what the developer would want, you know, and what the objective was, was to get the world talking about it, and that's what it was. So Blue Box Games then tweeted out, we wanted to set things straight. We have no relations with Konami. Silent Hill is owned by Konami. We do not have any relations with Hideo Kojima. It was never our intention to tease the name as Silent Hill. We sincerely apologize for this. Okay, that's fine. Right. Now people's curiosity is going crazy because, you you know, you're just teasing with them. In one tweet, they refer to Abandoned in quotes, implying once again that there isn't the real name. They do then confirm that Abandoned is actually just the project code name for this development title. Mm -hmm. In another, they claim that the April teaser was just an announcement of development and the game itself has not actually been shown yet which again is really interesting. So what does the game actually look like? What other hints are there? So let's start with the logo of Blue Box Game Studios. If you're listening to this, yep. Google Blue Box Game Studios and just have a look at their logo and look how identical mm. it is to the PlayStation Studios logo right down to the exact same font that is used, <laughs> right? Um, yeah. And wouldn't you know it, in the animated PlayStation Studios logo that plays ahead of its first-party games, it glows blue for a moment, creating a blue box. Not to mention PS4 and PS5 physical games all come in blue boxes. And obviously, mm. why use studios, plural, for such a small developer like Blue Box, right? <laughs> <laughs> There's also the fact that Blue Box Game Studios only seems to have a single employee, Hassan Karoman coincidentally shares the same initials as one Hideo Kojima. And despite saying (laughs) that they've worked as a support studio for years, you won't find any record of the games they've supposedly assisted with in the past or (laughs) other developers talking about working on Abandoned. All right? The only previous game connected with Blue Box is a Steam Early Access title called The Haunting Blood Watercourse, a game that is inspired by Fatal Frame. That game has since been pushed to create Q Interactive, another company with almost no online footprint at all. Blue Box Game Studios had a game called The Whisperer for Android, which cannot be found. It has has a black handprint as its icon for that game, very similar to the iconography found in Death Stranding. The game, curiously, only (laughs) has five downloads ever. They also have another game titled Tales of Six Swords, early access for Android, which also can no longer be found and it only ever had five downloads ever, right? Mm-hmm. Perfect way to keep building up a yeah. fake profile, right? Hassan <laughs> Karaman does not have an Apple App Store profile with a bunch of low-quality asset flip games under his belt. The only app that's not a game is called XL, which sits under the health and fitness category. The description of this app says, at one point, personal training, and in brackets, PT programs. Again, not a coincidence going mm-hmm. on there, you know, referencing PT. Yeah. Box yeah. Game Studios website is also a bare bones affair with nothing to show off, no way to apply to work at the company with zero information outside of links to their social channels, which share a similar lack of information. The Blue Box Game Studios Twitter account is at BB Game Studios, which curiously curiously shares the BB acronym that Kojima's Death Stranding Baby uses. Supposedly (laughs) based in the Netherlands, Blue Box Game Studios appears to be a founded in 2015, exactly one year after the release of PT to the day. Right. Um, Yeah. Oh, uh, and even though it's based in the Netherlands, some of the tweets from Blue Box have been sent at very odd hours in the Netherlands, but when you line it up with the Tokyo workday, it's mid-afternoon. Blue Box Mm -hmm. Game Studios' known developer, Hassan uh, Karaman, has a bare-bones LinkedIn profile with almost no connections and no further information other than perpetuating that he's been at the company since April 2014, which is weird because it wasn't found until 2015. Okay, Uh, here's a good one. Since the original publishing of, obviously, this big article from PlayStationLifestyle.net, multiple people have pointed out that if you translate Hideo in Google Translate from Japanese to Turkish, it becomes Karaman. And yeah, there's no coincidence there, yeah. So that happens as well. I'm going to take you even further, Alex. We're not stopped there, right? Yeah. Okay. The YouTube account formed January 20th, 2015, has zero videos and the profile header background features an image of hills with some low-lying clouds and fog nestled amongst them. Of course, if you played Silent Hill in the past, you know it's all about fogs. hmm I'm just checking this. (laughs) Okay, it's also been noticed that the teaser for Death Stranding's director's cut, which was shown at the Summer Showcase, um, Mm -hmm. shows Sam Bridges wearing a blue suit, getting into a box Mm -hmm. and throwing the camera a cheeky smirk. At the time, it just seemed like to be a Metal Gear Solid tease, but it could also play, obviously, another point into that blue box reference. People have also noticed Mm -hmm. a flag on the back of Sam's back. He's an American character, but he has a Netherlands flag on the back of his back but i mean yeah he's really going crazy um there's a bunch of other potential references including an image of hideo kojima shared on instagram of joy division album that matches up pretty well with the trees and forests from the abandoned screenshots which is okay. absolutely insane um the one thing that could shoot this all down is silent hill belongs to Konami. Konami does not get along with hideo kojima Um, Have they given the IP away to Sony to allow them to develop the game? Um, There is something crazy going on here, Alex, because here's the thing that I'm surprised nobody's talking about. Go on. Kojima cannot... There's Metal Gear Solid sounds in that director's cut trailer. There's Metal Gear Solid music in that director's cut trailer. Kojima Mm -hmm. can't use that music without Konami's permission right? Because Konami yeah. owned the music they own the sounds, to Metal Gear, everything yeah. Sony yeah. would never ever ever allow Jeff Keighley to air that trailer if it was going to cause them trouble, if you know what I mean they mm-hmm. would just kill yeah. that relationship yeah. with him that they have, That's so right. he wouldn't air that commercial without their permission either, there's so much Going There's on here, Alex. It's There's crazy. Like, but the thing is, There's with Moby lot. Dick, with Moby Dick Studios, I remember I was watching it with um, Adam, obviously who we interviewed mm-hmm. about Pez with a few months back from Konami, and we were watching it tra- together, and there was lines mm-hmm. at the back of the Phantom payment, and we both looked at each other straight, looked at each other straight away, and said, "That's Metal Gear Solid," you know. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, it, yeah. lo and behold, it was. It's so. I mean, what's your thoughts on this? Like, he is. It's, if anyone's going to misdirect you, it's Kojima, right?
1: you know all right Mr. all right so kojima yeah we know that this is a man who loves theatrics yeah i mean all of his games are theatrically epic games you know they've got twisting storylines and this just shows that somebody who this is what he loves he loves movies he's always wanted to get into movies you know he's been trying to get uh, even with uh, phantom pain uh, he tried to get what the key for sutherland that was his introduction into like hollywood so we know that this is what he loves doing yeah, and the fact is that he's come out with so many different pseudonyms, you know, for his his different companies. Just shows that this guy, this is somebody who is, he's, he's very careful. He's almost like Snake when he comes to uh, play, planning his games, you know what I mean? He wants to make sure that there is no trace, there's no tracks. But well, the funny thing is, we're starting to see the pattern here, video. I mean, come on, we can see this is it. You know, I remember this, like, even... Even though they say it has nothing to do with Silent Hill, companies are obviously going to say that. If you ask Nintendo today, straight to their face, and you said to them, Is there a Nintendo Pro coming out? And they'll be like, No, what are you talking about? No, we we don't. There (laughs) isn't. Two days later, they announced there's a Nintendo Pro coming out. You know, it is not within their interest to announce anything that they, which is not on their schedule. And uh, all these signs are just pointing to the same type of thing. Mm -hmm. Yes, I do think that. Hideo Kojima is behind it because when have we seen a indie game get so much attention? You know, I mean, this is a great marketing ploy. You know, I don't don't think this has actually ever ever happened. And it does look good. It looks, you know, kind of high quality and it's just very elusive. And the fact that people are just throwing his name into the mix is just beautiful anyway. But remember, it's a case of... um, uh, the one thing that we all know that these companies love, it's which is money. You know, it's all comes down to that dollar sign at the end of the day. And the relationship between Hideo Kojima and Konami and Sony, yeah, just spells millions. And that's something that Sony's not willing, Sony isn't willing to give away. They made a mistake when they gave um, Konami the ability to actually, you know, put Metal Gear Solid on like other consoles, like the Xbox, for example, which is just to me like a wrong move. Um, and the whole Method Five was just, you know, just a bit weird. But anyway, I think they've realized their mistakes and they're trying to rein it all in. And this is just them basically reestablishing the um the relationship that they have with Hideo Kojima. Hideo Kojima reestablishing the relationship that he has with Konami, um Konami and making sure that they just, can just get everything in sync for the next ten years because there is no way, there is no way, yeah, that they can Come out now. Uh, Like, Facebook's got this brand new console. You know, Konami's got an IP there, which is going to get a movie soon. You know, they've already got Oscar Isaacs lined up to play as Snake. You know, they're not just going to let all that potential revenue just sit on the table for nothing. So, I know I'm jumping to the multi solid part of things, but I do believe that, yeah, this is just them basically saying, yeah, we've kind of patched things up. It was like a check, which obviously had a magical figure on there, which they're really happy with. And hopefully, you should be seeing. More of this game. Not only that, we should be seeing more of Metal Gear Solid coming on the PlayStation Five, because that would make me happy. That would make me and a freaking whole lot of fans happy. So, fuck Metal Gear Solid Five. Is, 5. That that trophy. No, glitch. not Metal Gear Solid. Try that, tri- that trophy. Metal Gear, Solid, Metal Gear Solid. Metal Gear Solid Six. You know, like, or just do something completely. No, we just want a remake of one, me,
0: but... of one, Alex. That's all we want. We want a remake, <laughs> a remake of, one, of one, two, three. three. That's all they we can want. Remake. They, could, we just they want can remake. They do that. If there's ever a franchise, we don't want a new game. We just want remakes, right? It's Metal Gear Solid 1, Metal Gear Solid 2, Metal Gear Solid 3, Metal Gear Solid Peace Walker. Fuck me, I'll take Metal Gear Solid. uh, I'll take Metal Gear Acid (laughs) right now if I could, right? You know what I mean? But, yeah, it's interesting. (laughs) Um, It definitely Mm. sounds like Kojima's effing with us all. So, um, it'll be really, really He's having a lot of fun, man. He's (laughs) having
1: a lot of fun. And wasn't he? He was in Cyberpunk as well, man. This guy is just dotted everywhere for some random reason. I think, I think
0: Sony have a show coming up in the summer um, and I think we will see yep. it there. But that kind of leads on to the... I've got one question for you this week because um, I didn't want the show to go as long as we did last week and it's from Tyler873. <laughs> okay, go for it. What realist, if Sony had an E3 show, what real, what three realistic things do you think they would have shown? So we can't just say, yeah, they showed this, this, this. What's three realistic things you think they would have shown easy. They Creek? would have
1: shown easy. You know, it would have been horizon, it would have been God of War, and it would have been Gran Turismo 7. Like, I'm gonna go like to a left field me.
0: mate. I think Yeah. I think they wanted Horizon to have its own time, right? And that's why they deep again deep dived. That 15 20 minute thing, you don't deep dive for that long at any three shows, so I think that would have kept separate. So, I think they would have, yeah, God of War Ragnarok gameplay is a surefire hit. They would have shown gameplay for mm-hmm. that. Silent Hills, I no think, gameplay,
1: I, no gameplay. No, I
0: think I, I they would think I think Sony would have shown gameplay. I think, I think, Sony, like have have gameplay. I think Sony are just like, think, okay, show yeah, 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 no, they, think they'll someone. copy the blueprint to what they did in 20 with the 2018 game. You know they they yeah. show it, they show gameplay, and then they just keep going from there. Um, yeah, the second so God of War. I think the second thing would be, you know, what I, I, I think Sony have a deal with Konami. You know, I think they do have Konami's IP to certain things. I mm-hmm. think there is a Metal Gear Solid, and I, I think Blue Point is making it, and I think. Kojima's got Silent Hills. I don't, think <laughs> Konoma, I don't think Kojima would be interested in a remake on Metal Gear, um, because he no. made the originals and things like that. So he wouldn't want to go back to a project mm. and remake it. He likes to make new ones, you know. Um, and he said he's done with Metal Gear. and I think Death Stranding has probably revitalized him from making Metal mm. Gear games now. So I think Blue, I think Blue Point has it. I think they would have announced that and. Mm. Kojima shows Silent Hills but can you imagine if Sony turn around and say yeah we've got Final Fantasy 16 exclusive we have Metal Gear Solid remake exclusive and we have Silent Hills coming oh my god like what the hell is that that. if they have that oh my gosh but this is what I was talking about right you know from the latest PSX when we spoke about when you gave your review on the Xbox conference you can show Mm -hmm. Forza Horizon 5 you can show Halo gameplay but you you drop a megaton announcement, you know, like big megatons. Like the last megaton announcement I can remember Microsoft dropping was mm-hmm. Cyberpunk. Like, and but it that wasn't, it didn't, that was like mini megaton. You know what I mean? A, a megaton yeah. announcement from Microsoft was, it wasn't even like a thingy. It was just a comment from Phil Spencer when he said that, shout, uh, when he said Rise of the Tomb Raider was exclusive to Xbox he just said it but that was a megaton announcement you know what i mean cuz the playstation yeah. community were fucking crazy i was like, like well, well, yeah, really was yeah whatever, but like, yeah, it's like but yeah, i mean like you true. can show what you can show but i mean yeah you had breath of the wild 2 you had halo mm-hmm. you had forza you had metroid but i tell you what you could have had cyberpunk 2 you could have had like a new console cyberpunk just just too. announcing yeah. a, uh, the, the, the spiritual successor to pt is bigger than Elden Ring because PT holds such esteem. Yeah, there's nothing in does. that esteemed category like that game to like industry people because that PT was fucking unbelievable. Like the way it just woke yeah. you up, and it you just listeners, you need to go onto YouTube and just type in yeah. PT ending it. reaction. It's a crazy experience, really. Yeah, it's really people's reaction um, to that end, and when it says a H- Hideo Kojima game, and people are like. Ah! Like going crazy, yeah. Yeah. you know. And it's just, these are adults that are going crazy as well. Yeah. You know? yeah.
1: And that's all that money which is left on the table, man. So yeah, they I think they're gonna go for it. I really do think they're they're working, they're gonna you probably won't be working directly with them, but I don't know. it's just there'll be some type of connection between Ideo, uh, Konami, and Sony, and they'll just do what they can to just make sure it's an exclusive on their console because they know that there is such a big following for it. Mm-hmm. And why would they just let that why would they let that throw away? You know what I mean? Like it's they can hear everything that fans are talking about what they feel, what they want. You know, you've got Twitter, you've got so many different outlets now, you know, to get you know, to get an idea of exactly how much potential market share you could pretty much gain. And why would they throw that away? So um, yeah, man, I think this big smoke screen is just your hideo- it's just having a whole lot of fun. And um, by this time next year we'll be saying, Yeah, Silent Hill's coming out or a variation of
0: Next year. You know, we could be talking about be, it in bro. the next months, mate. We could be talking about it next Numps. month. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know I don't we'll know. see what happens. We'll see, we'll see. But Alex, like. that's been episode 55. Yeah, Hopefully we're back to a little bit of sense of normality <laughs> next week with a normal show which is just detailed news about PS5 and letters yeah. from the community and sale updates and things like that. You know, I feel like it's been ages since we've managed to have yeah. a real show because we've had like live reactions. <laughs> we've had E3 predictions, we've had this show We've had show. you know, it's been crazy, which is good you know, it's that time of year but it's this week, it's this episode, you have the final word, my friend oh shit, uh, what can I say um, I'll tell you the weird thing, where your head placement is, with your background, mm, is literally yeah. E3 21, it fits perfect <laughs> E3 21 <laughs> e it fits perfect
1: alright, um uh, okay, what I will say—the final word for the show was rebirth. Well, will be rebirth, and that is connected to E3, E3 coming back to life. Nah, after, man, E3 a divorce. dead horse. It's gonna die in a few yeah, years. Yeah, no, like yeah, it, sh- it should have died a few years ago, especially with that data lead. Summer game show before. is gonna take it. Summer game show is not gonna take it. But what no. the summer game show does have is um, indie love. You know, they definitely mm. are focusing a lot on the ne- the new talent. But um, yeah, it was interesting to see that E3 came back and it came so strongly. I mean, it pretty much shut the industry down, um, you know, because everybody's couldn't wait to see exactly what rubbish <laughs> was going to be shown. And we actually got some decent news, you know, yeah. so it wasn't it wasn't the best show ever. You know, it's probably the best post-pandemic show that you can expect, but we'll see what happens next year. And more importantly, we'll see what Sony's got planned at their next day of play, which should be when. They normally have their state of play. They have a summer one, right? They they, they mix it, but they've
0: always, always, for God knows how long, had it something around June, July, August, every year since PS1. So what the fuck is it? We want it, you know? (laughs) Because we need updates on the games. We need updates on Little Devil Inside. We need Stray. Obviously, Mm -hmm. Kenner's coming in August. That looked amazing at the Tribeca Games Festival. We've got mm-hmm. so many games that they showed on the event reveal that we haven't seen. They've got, still got to show updates to Harry Potter yet, which they've showed. There's more Final Fantasy yeah. 16, Silent Hills, Abandoned, First Party Studios. So- <laughs> Silent Hills, Abandoned. Maybe I'm, I'm just checking it all, all, it all in there now. <laughs> all right, we're referring to it as Silent Hills. Until that game.
1: See, I wouldn't be surprised
0: put it as abandoned all the way until launch and then when you put your disc in or you down or you start you do it it just switches to yeah. silent hills then switches like, it just crumbles
1: <laughs> and says silent hills you, that yeah. to,
0: you, that you <laughs> wouldn't even let anybody review the game It'd be like it's out now you know and yeah. then you play that'd it be, and it's be, silent be hills right
1: that'll be good yeah yeah be that'd be cool. good or it but, takes uh, place uh, in listeners... a completely random town and then eventually you find out that it is actually silent hill or it was silent hill. Oh
0: yeah, man. crazy man, I'm looking bad. forward to it either boy. That would be crazy. But listeners, thank you very much for listening. Um, again, if you click on the this, the link in the description to this podcast, it will take you to YouTube. And um, please like and subscribe our channel. We put uh, segments of this episode up and we also do live reaction videos and me whooping Alex's ass and Tekken. But more importantly, more importantly, Hi. people, Xbox fanboys <laughs> are cussing me out on YouTube. So jump on there, protect the PlayStation Boy yourself. Also, um, head over to the latest PS5, <laughs> patreon.com forward slash latest PS5. Mm-hmm. Sorry, where you are, the link is in the description. And obviously, Alex's uh, Xbox's opinions are on there as well. Alex, with that being said, your <laughs> final word was rebirth. Final <laughs> word
1: again. Rebirth, yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll see. We'll see what happens. A rebirth, not only for E3, but hopefully for Kojima's relationship with Konami and Sony. Come on, let's make this work. Let's make that money because a lot of people who want to spend it <laughs> freaking Indeed. already. <laughs> Indeed. Good night everybody. Have a good one guys.